official episode of oh, We wow. Only Look Thin. I am Catherine Weigel. I've lost 145 pounds. And thanks to recording this podcast, I only have 3,700 steps. And with me today <laughs> is Donald Weigel. And I've lost about 100 pounds. And that whole thing just threw me off. <laughs> and thanks to recording this podcast, I don't, know, I don't know why we're blaming it on the podcast, but I have 5,800 steps. Must be nice to I be know. Donald Weigel I with know. all those steps. Uh, we uh, we had a late start today. Yeah. It is, the sun is setting on this podcast. Usually the sun is rising <laughs> on this podcast. The sun is setting on this podcast literally and figuratively. <laughs> the sun is actually setting right now. Now, luckily, we never run out of content, so uh, we're never going never gonna to stop this podcast. <laughs> you can't stop. We've got ideas for years. Yeah, and maybe by the time we're really old, podcasts won't even be a thing, and information will just be downloaded to your brain in some other new form that isn't pod Oh, man. Pod if, shaped. if only, like the Matrix, like I can just plug in and like just have all the books, just, just read it. all of it. Yeah. But here's the thing. You can know everything you know, but unless you take action, oh, it, yeah. n- none of it matters, Donald. It's true. I just realized I sound like all of those people who were like, if I could just, and, and by all of those people who were like this, I'm talking about myself for many, many years, like if I could just be thin, like uh, if I could just start at a place of thin, then I would be good. Then I'd be good. If I, I can't think of how many times I've actually, we have a delightful tea kettle. In the kitchen yeah. where tea kettles live, sometimes when I'm when I'm drying it, I might rub it on the side a few times. See if a genie comes out. It never does. <laughs> I our our store bought metal tea kettle might have a genie in it. I don't know what magical things happen. You don't know where genies live. I don't know. La Crusette is a word I'm not familiar with. Maybe it means genies inside <laughs> of here. <laughs> I'm fairly sure you have to go to caves in in the Arabian part of the world. The Arabian find... part of the world. Yeah. Okay. Not not our kitchen no, with our tea kettle. Not William Sonoma. Well, you know what? Um if you don't rub it, you don't get it. So oh, that's a really good point. <laughs> Why not just try? Why not? If if all things are equal, just yeah, let's Any just let's just start, let's just we might as well just start buying lottery tickets and taking <laughs> taking a chance on penny stocks too. Yeah, while we're at it. all right, I see your point. We're gonna waste away just rubbing away tea kettles. But rubbing tea kettles is a great way to burn extra calories. <laughs> <laughs> sure, why not? Anyway, uh, but yeah, I uh, getting back to the subject. Uh, how life has changed in these years of maintenance and weight loss. Yeah. I have uh, just shy of 3,800 steps, as uh-huh. I said before. Not blaming anybody. It's just part of life. Not all days are the same. But yeah. uh, in the past, I think four years ago, if I had this many steps, I would just start walking away. Right. I would I would pace in a parking lot until I hit my step goal. And now I'm footloose and fancy free. Yeah. I'm sitting on the couch. It's cool, man. I'm a person who sometimes gets steps and sometimes doesn't get steps, and it fits into my lifestyle, I was both active and otherwise. I planning to rebound for an hour after this so that we could get some steps. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, it's nice that we're talking about this on the podcast. Yeah. But the point being, not all days are going to be the same. But I'll tell you this. 
longer ago than that than the than the woman who would have like walked around yeah there was a woman even longer ago than that who would have like 3800 steps might have been a good day that was like a costco (laughs) day that was a like we deserve three takeout meals kind of day plus yeah like when i first got my fitbit like i'm pretty sure my step goal was 5000 and then i remember like bumping it to 7500 a day and then to 10,000 and just being like you know super super proud of my when I would hit it. a 7,500, you know, step day. Yeah, no, I started out getting uh, 1,500 steps. I tried to, like, if it was okay to drive my car into the front of Rite Aid, like they have the slides. <laughs> if I could have just wedged the car in right. just to end up in the... Uh, the closest possible parking spot, yeah. even if the it took you aisle. 10 minutes to drive around and around the little tiny parking oh, lot my, to so look for a spot. So much driving Heaven around. Forbid you should park far away. Oh my goodness. Uh no, park far away. We only look thin.com. No, I don't know. What that has to do with it. <laughs> Punchy at 5 p.m. It's almost bedtime. Yeah. We yeah. go to bed early. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. All right. I might this have is to. fun stuff. I might have to cut out some of that no, laughter. I... Our listeners are uh, shutting things off. But, I think uh, they get the whole thing. All right. So, why are we here? What are we here to talk about? We. Thanks to the wonderful people at the Facebook group Lose Weight Eat Pizza, were invited to do a uh, a AMA. Almost an AMA. We were. I was almost going to say a Reddit AMA <laughs> on the Facebook group. No, no a Facebook. Why do you uh, Google that anything. on Yahoo? Yeah, got <laughs> a Yahoo it on Google. <laughs> I did actually do that for a while. Anyway, uh, Anna at Lose Weight Eat Pizza. Hello, Anna. Hello, Anna. She's in Canada. Oh, my goodness. Our neighbor to the north. Our neighbor to the north. We're her neighbor to the south. Uh, Asked us to do an AMA. We answered a number of questions. And so today we are going to dive into more technical question uh, that was asked in the AMA that we thought might benefit. Technically, it's a question. (laughs) Uh, A more technical question. But before we start with the question... Uh Uh-oh, this is being sprung upon me. I don't actually know what's coming. Oh my gosh, I think you're losing your memory. Um, We received a few things, sometimes on the AMAs, the fun things about them. Oh, yeah. Sometimes people just have fun questions like, what's your favorite kind of pizza? Yeah. Or who can Ninja Kick hire? Like, those are fun... Those are fun, low-hanging fruit. Not even questions, just comments. The answer is Catherine, by the way. Yeah, she can for both. Definitely, yeah. In my mind, (laughs) what's your favorite kind of pizza? The answer is Catherine. (laughs) Anyway, okay, Okay. all right. Edit all this out. Um, So we're just gonna do some horn tooting. Yeah, tootings of horns. Uh, (laughs) You're a horn tutor, that's for sure. Uh, But uh, a couple of shout outs we wanted to give. First to Jasmine. Hello, Jasmine. Hello, Jasmine. Uh, Jasmine had a comment, not a question, but just wanted to chime in, which is delightful. Delightful indeed. uh, It's really easy for us too when we don't have to do the work of answering a question. Yeah. Uh, So Jasmine said, I just started listening on my morning runs. I'm only on episode three, but I'm loving it so far. You have so much to look forward to. Oh, my goodness. To. I know. And, like, oh the gosh, first three are episodes the, are the worst three that we did. Those are the Bobo episodes. <laughs> it's just going to blow her mind. I know. Uh, and then when they start getting good. She goes on to compliment. 
Uh, luckily, I live in a remote area, so no one hears me laugh like a serial killer while running through the forest. Oh, that's nice. Nothing like the cackling of a mad person. Running and laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm running and I'm crying. <laughs> <Yeah>. It's like, <laughs> uh, but, uh, but thank you, Jasmine, for giving us a try. We got lots more to say. Yes, thank uh, you so very you're much. You're welcome. <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, so if you're binge listening, you can run and laugh while you do it yeah i like the funny parts yeah looks like jasmine does too uh at least so far she hasn't gotten to 164 episodes yet okay and then uh casey says i don't have any questions but i just wanted y'all both to know i wouldn't have started to do this without your podcast that's bananas we're sitting in our place laughing and joking and we're actually changing lives and that is crazy but uh casey is the one that did the work she goes on to say uh, she has lost 53 pounds. Wow. Almost halfway through to her goal in the last year. Thank you. No, thank you. Because that, that really inspires us to, to keep going. And that really means a lot to me that uh, anything we've said means anything to anyone. I know. And I know we are very snarky all of the time, at least. Us? I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's always like a slide whistle sound. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. very proud of you. But. I, you shouldn't drink water while I'm no, trying I to shouldn't. talk. I almost That's just, on you. I almost just spit my drink all over the microphone. But honestly, five years ago, we never would have thought that we would be impacting other people's lives. In no, this. unless it was like the delivery guy impacting him with extra tip money. Yeah, for seeing us many times a week. Actually, at one point. We didn't get delivery, and the guy was like, are you guys doing okay? Because I haven't yeah, seen you in a week. Exactly. Like, oh, we were on vacation. Uh, but that we're actually helping people means everything. And so thank you for sticking around and listening. And uh, it is just amazing that you've lost weight during a pandemic, which, hello, anniversary of the pandemic. What do you get on the first anniversary of a pandemic? I, I know. This know. is basically almost exactly when this episode comes out, almost exactly one year after our kids' school got closed. Yep. And, uh, March she has th- not Friday the 13th. Yeah. No more school for you. No square pizza. Uh, it's but pretty crazy. Yeah. Year. Oh, let's go down memory lane. Most of the memories are just in our place, sitting on our couch, yeah. making a podcast. So, uh, Casey, thank you so much for letting us know uh, that you've been successful. It means everything. So, Yes, indeed. Um, All right. Um, so on to the, uh, the meat of the episode, so to speak. Um, I have been reading the Facebook group quite a bit since we did the uh, AMA, um, the Lose Weight, Eat Pizza Facebook group. And um, there are many, many questions, and we got asked a few of them um, about how do you determine how many calories to eat a day? And I thought this would be a good uh, refresher course. If you li- if you listen to all of our episodes before, you may have heard us talk about some of these things before, but... I think that to start, I wanted to say that my basic philosophy is that you should try and eat as many calories as you can while still losing weight. Because for me, what I would always try to do in the past that failed, I would go from doing nothing to suddenly doing being hyper restrictive with my calories, going down to you know a thousand, twelve hundred calories, um, and then I wouldn't be able to stick with that long term and. Yeah. Part of my problem with even doing anything was I would think to myself, well, I'm eating whatever I want right now and feeling really, you know, guilt and shame about it, but ignoring that part of it. 
I would say to myself, I can't do anything because I will feel no joy in my entire yeah. life because I was in, I was tying every bit of joy that I had in my life to being able to enjoy indulging in food all the time. Yeah. So up until age 41, I thought of all of this as a diet, some trick, some, you know, magic number that I needed to hit either on calories or the scale that yeah. would suddenly fix me and then I would just be able to go back to do whatever I wanted to do. Like there was a finish line and the finish line was just stuffed crust pizza. Like <laughs> lay it out and run through it and then I'd eat it. Some people get a banana. I get stuffed crust. Yeah, you as would my... you would break the finish line by eating a bite out of it. Exactly. Yeah. Just with my teeth. Just right. Going through exactly. with my teeth. Um, but what I really wanted to impress upon everyone is that it is very important to let go of our 1970s, 80s, 90s notions of how many calories we should have. Oh, yeah. So many personal trainers, even today, say 1,200 calories. If you go to a lot of apps, even my fitness pal will say 1,300 calories. No matter how old you are, what stage of life you're in, your hormones, your height, whatever, it kind of gives you this blanket low calorie range. And when you're starting a diet, like Donald said, or you think you're starting a diet, it's like, okay, well, now I'm eating whatever I want. And if I go on a diet, then suddenly I just have to eat lean cuisines until I get to my goal weight, and then I can go back to normal life. Yeah, and it's been said over and over again to the point where I would imagine people like roll their eyes and and you know don't want to listen anymore. But it's really it's not about going on a diet. It's not about a temporary change or a temporary fix or going on a really restrictive diet that cuts out entire categories of food or you reduce your calories for a super low point, you're not going to be able to sustain that forever. What you can and what I have been able to sustain, and I guess, you know, forever is relative so far, it's been five years of doing this, um, is gently reducing calories, which is why I say try and eat as many calories as you can while still losing weight. It's not about shedding 100 pounds overnight. It's about doing it in a way that you actually can do. That's not so painful that you're going to give up. Yeah. And I think the thing that, you know, as we're starting this out, we got a question from uh, a woman named Alma in the uh lose weight, eat pizza group about how do you know what calorie target to hit? And instead of reverse engineering it of like, well, I know I need to hit 1200 calories. So here I go with a lean cuisine. The place that we suggest people start is simply the act of tracking. Yes. You don't have to be perfect at it. You don't have to overthink it. But tracking where you are to get a baseline, sort of like looking at a budget with money. Yeah. How much is going out every month? Where are your expenses? What are you, you know, and literally with takeout, how much are you spending? It's the same thing with calories. Just get a baseline of where you are by tracking for a week. People tend to be very impatient. And when they decide they want to lose weight, they want to start immediately. And they don't want to hit that baseline. I have seen that. I That happened recently with me. Someone asked about it and I suggested that they start with a baseline that was not what they wanted to hear. And there are many ways to do this. There's not one right way. But what we're suggesting is get your baseline. Use an app like a Fitbit app, which you don't even have to have a Fitbit to use the Fitbit app. No. Use, I think there's one called Lose It. There's another that's My Fitness Pal. Don't look at how many calories they tell you you should get. Just track for a week. 
be inaccurate, estimate, it's fine. Just get a baseline. And this is really genuinely what I did um, five years ago when I started doing this. I just decided I was going to see how much I was eating. I, I tracked everything I ate without putting any judgment on it. I didn't try to change anything. I didn't try to avoid higher calorie foods. I really wanted to see how much I was really eating because I also went through most of my life saying to myself, I'm eating like everyone else is eating. And why am I, you know, why am I inflicted yeah. with this terrible metabolism? Why am I like, you know, in, why is it me who's gaining the weight when I see everybody else eating whatever they want and they're not gaining weight? And turned out I was eating a lot more than what I thought I was. Yeah. And the switch for me too was seeing tracking as an opportunity. It's not a punishment. It's not a value judgment. It's just an opportunity to see where you are in the world. And if you're currently tracking, and let's say you're eating 3,000, 4,000 calories a day, the idea of cutting that to 1,000 calories, 1,200 calories, that's a shock to the system. Yeah. And you may very well see a drop on the scale quickly by dropping your calories by more than half. But that's not sustainable. And we are looking not at the short term, how much weight can I lose in the next week, in the next month to stay motivated. We're not motivated. We just have the momentum and the staying power because we have done it slowly and in a way that wasn't painful. So again, step one is just start tracking. So once you've tracked your calories for a full week, Add them all up and divide it by seven to come up with your average calorie consumption per day. Not every single day is going to be the same, and that is fine, but at least you'll get an average for your baseline. Step two, once you've established your baseline, maybe take a 10% reduction in your calories just to sort of start the weight loss adjustment. Yeah, I, I found out that I was eating somewhere between four and 5,000 calories wow. pretty much every day. He would have a six-pack of Coca-Cola a day? Oh, at least, yeah. I was uh, I was drinking between six and 12, like, regular full-sugar Coca-Colas pretty much every day, especially at work where they're free. Um, and I decided that I was just going to um, bring my calories down to 3,500 a day and see what would happen. And it turned out that even at, you know, partially because of the weight where I was, partially because of how much I had been eating before, partially because of adding some exercise to my life, uh, 3,500 calories actually allowed me to lose some weight at the beginning. And it wasn't so painful. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and we think that we've got to lose weight hard and if if like the fat isn't crying or if you're yeah. not like if your stomach isn't grumbling then you're not doing it right you should be hungry and that's not sustainable for us we've tried this time and time again and this is what has worked for us now if you're in a position where you can take that you know 10% reduction do that for a couple of weeks yeah and see how you feel step on the scale once a week to determine how much you weigh, see if it's going down, see if it's staying the same, see if it is going up. And from that, you can then determine if you need to continue to reduce your calories 
or stay where you are. If you're taking a 300 to 500 calorie deficit per day or reduction per day, and you're seeing a pound weight loss on the scale, okay, that's good. Yeah, then, for sure. That's great. Then you're you're a person who's eating 300 to 500 calories less, which could be like two less cookies and like one less soda. And it's not a huge, you know, crazy upheaval of your entire life, but you can make a small change and see a result. We did not lose five pounds a week or 10 pounds a week. We lost about a pound a week. And guess what? We we lost it and we kept it off. And that was an average amount. And, and just remember as you're doing this um, that if you lose even just a quarter of a pound a week, you're down about 12 pounds after a year. And would you rather be down 12 pounds after a year or would you rather – that you stay the same or gain another 12 pounds a year. Every time you make some progress, that is progress that you've made. I mean, it sounds, you know, it's obvious. It sounds like an oxymoron, but it really matters. And I arbitrarily, uh, getting back to the topic at hand, I arbitrarily came up with a rule that if my weight stayed the same for three straight weeks, then I would make a change. And that change was either trying to increase my step goal or usually more often it was to reduce my calories anymore. One of the kind of, um, I don't know if it's, uh, I was going to use the the word sad things about all of this is that the more weight you lose, the fewer calories that you can eat and still lose weight. At least that's what I have found. And so I would, um, I went to that 3,500 and that worked for me for a little while and then it didn't. And so then I dropped down to 33 and then down to 3,000 and, you know, et cetera, et cetera, until now I eat about 2,000 calories a day and that is my maintenance number. And I have settled there and that is what allows me to, that is what allowed me to hit my goal weight and allows me to stay at my goal weight. Right. And that's not, 1200 calories. No, it's not 1200 calories. I don't know that there has been a 1200 calorie day in my entire five years of losing. Yeah, I don't think I've eaten that little. Yeah, and not every day is the same. There are times of the month where suddenly I'm magically not hungry and I'm able to hit a lower deficit. And then weeks where my hormones are out of whack or I'm stressed and I'm eating at maintenance. And that is okay too. It's not like you have to be in deficit every day or every week. You can eat at maintenance and not gain, which is super on times when you're you're not uh, up for trying to lose. Yeah, and I have heard, and I don't really know for sure scientifically if it's true, but I have heard over and over again that if you try and drop your calories too far, your body resists that and it becomes sort of your new normal and it can really mess up your metabolism and really mess with your ability to actually lose weight, that your body starts holding on to to all of your fat and your sugar um, because it feels like it might be starving because you've reduced your calories too low. Yeah. So stepping back for a second, I know that tracking your calories is one aspect, but actually figuring out how many calories you burn per day is another factor. As I mentioned before, MyFitnessPal or other weight tracker apps give you, generally speaking, a very low number to hit where you've got to like buy back your activity things as though you work for the company store and you just got to buy back food that you're allowed to eat. Yeah, yeah. I really am not a big fan of the buying back 
calorie model. Even Weight Watchers says that. I'm just going to get on a soapbox and be cranky. Um, <laughs> but the thing that has really been my touchstone and my anchoring point, and I think it has been for Donald too, is a fitness tracker. We use Fitbits. We have used them for five years. We've replaced them a couple of times as we've upgraded. Yeah. It's not perfect, but darn it, if it isn't a great resource every day for tracking how many steps I'm burning, how many calories I'm eating, and what my heart rate is, just basic stuff like that. Getting a fitness tracker, whether it's a Fitbit or a Samsung or an Apple, we prefer Fitbit. Fitbit, fan of the show. Um, <laughs> the Fitbit just tells us how many calories we've burned. Yeah. And I, throughout the entire time I was losing – tracked my calories and my steps on my Fitbit. And as long as I ate at a deficit for my total calorie burn per day, which is tracked on my Fitbit, then I lost weight. It was very simple. It wasn't like not all days were the same today. As I mentioned, I only have 3,800 steps. So my calorie burn is pretty low. Yeah. Pretty low because I've been sitting a lot. It's really annoying how that works. Yeah. It turns out that the more you move, the more you burn. Um, but for me, and there are still people, maybe they don't have a calorie tracker. There are a couple of websites that I have found that have fairly accurate representations of estimated calorie burn, if you would like to look at them. There is one called freedieting.com. It sounds shady. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like clickbait, but uh, there is a calorie calculator in there where you put your age, your gender, your weight, uh, and maybe a couple of other things. And it comes up, oh, and your activity level. So being very honest about how much activity you're getting in there. And it estimated fairly closely to what my Fitbit says of how many calories I need to maintain my weight or to lose my weight. And so if you need a resource sort of outside of the MyFitnessPlan model, if you go to freedieting.com and click on their calorie calculator, it can give you a pretty good range. So there are probably other websites that have similar calorie estimators. They are not clued into your exact biometrics. So none of right. it is going to be, you know, like razor sharp accurate, but it was within like a hundred calories good for me. And all of this is an experiment and it's an opportunity. It is not there. I, I still see people who are like, I have to track, I have to do whatever. This is an opportunity for us to understand what we're eating, how much we're eating, what makes us feel good, what doesn't. And what the results of those food choices are day after day. I can tell you what I have eaten pretty much for every day for the last five years. Yeah. And guess what? I've been able to maintain and lose 100 pounds. I don't know what I did from age 17 to 41, but it yeah. sure wasn't lose weight. No, because there's nothing written down. One thing I would like to um, to point out about all of these trackers, the the online calculators and the, the food tracking, is that you really owe it to yourself to be completely honest with yourself. You know, I there was a point in my life where I would put in these things and I would say to myself, well... I probably get enough activity as a as a professional athlete. So I'm going to put myself in that category, you know, or I would say to myself, well, I really deserve these calories, so I'm not going to track them. And you know, telling ourselves those kind of lies does not actually help achieve our goals. Actually, you know, having accurate data and being honest with ourselves and when we're entering data into these calculators is how we get there. Well, and th the numbers aren't scary. 
Right. They're just numbers. They're not going to bite us. Like we eat the food and then there are results of eating the food. And I felt a lot of resentment at first, like Donald said before. I felt like nobody else needs to track their calories. I'm, you know, I'm a grown up. I should be able to do what I want. I want to have fun. You know what's really fun? is being able to walk six miles yeah. and go on a great hike and enjoy vacations because we can actually move around and we're not exhausted all the time. It is a small price to pay. Maybe six minutes a day, six minutes of our waking hours, just tracking. I bet you have scrolled the internet seven times as long as that today. <laughs> and Absolutely. It feels like a lot. Tracking feels like a burden and it feels like it takes forever. And then it's over and it's easy and you just, it's just data collection. And we have to adjust. Like Donald said, I don't, because I weigh less, I don't burn as many calories. It's not some secret FBI conspiracy theory. Like, yeah. oh, they don't even tell you, man, you can't eat as much. Guess what? My body is a lot smaller and I don't need as many calories to burn because I'm not carrying around an extra 150 pounds. It's not, you know, a menace or some lie that the health, you know, diet culture is telling you. I just don't need as much. And guess what? If I do eat more calories, it's usually just chips and cookies, which isn't really helping me at all. So Yeah, for sure. Um, I would like to pause and tell a story about a non-scale victory that exposes me as the jerk I am. Ooh. We were uh, we were scouting uh, for a location. There's a scene in the script of the TV show I'm working on where two of the characters go out onto a roof and get locked out there. Um, and we were looking for a rooftop and we went to this one building and the uh, roof was on the sixth floor. And um, the group of people I was with were all kind of lining up for the elevator. Mm. And I, I just hit the stairs and got up to the roof before about half of them actually got up there from waiting for the elevator. Showboating. I was very, very smug about it in my mind. I didn't actually say anything, but that sort of I'm trying to tie this back to the point that you were making, you know, it's it's not about the instant gratification, but it is about the long term gratification. You know, the idea that I deserved all of those calories before what I actually deserved was the satisfaction of being able to walk up to that sixth floor without it killing me. And that is the real reward. Well, and the other other real reward <laughs> <laughs> is that. You were rewarding yourself a hundred pounds ago by eating whatever you wanted. Yeah. And the, the super deluxe reward was maybe the potential of going blind or losing a foot. Yeah, yeah. Which then would make it so that it would be very From the type two diabetes that I I got. Very yes. hard to climb six flights of stairs in either of those circumstances. So we pay a price for all of our choices. We pay a price for indulging. We pay six minutes a price for have having to track during the day. We get to do all of these things and it has made our life better. They are just modifications that we have made. And it feels unfair at first, but really it has given us so much freedom. By tracking a few minutes a day, we are opening up our lives in ways that were not available five years ago. Yeah. And we were also asked in this um, AMA whether we still had to track our calories at maintenance. And uh, sadly, the answer is yes. Yes, we do. Every single day. It's an exciting answer. Oh, sorry. Go we ahead. Get to oh, we track. get to. Yeah, it's wonderful. It's amazing. It yeah. is, it's a small price to pay. Yeah, I know. It really is. 
it doesn't even cost anything. No. It's fine. No. And and now at age 51, I feel better than I might maybe ever have in my whole life. And so I'm just saying it's not too late. At age 45, I thought it was too late. I thought I was just done. I thought there was nothing I could do. There's, I thought there was no way I was ever going to get here. But figuring out how many calories I could eat every day, tracking it all, sticking to it, and adding steps to my life has added up to me being in probably the best shape of my life at age 51. Yeah. And if you want to go back, uh, if you're new to the podcast or want more information, we've got like 160 other some episodes yeah. we talk about all this. I think we did a series uh, maybe a year ago called Getting Started. Yeah, I think it's right around episode 67, 68, 69, something we like that. We were just kids back then. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Young Turks, if you will. <laughs> new to the scene. <laughs> uh, young blood. That's right. Uh, but we did a series on actually how to use trackers or how to, you know. Yeah, it was, oh, it was, uh, we started with uh, mindset and then we did uh, about uh, physical activity and then eating or, or some order. Yeah, of, we did one about actually using a scale and measuring things. Uh, Donald will put it in the show notes because that's exactly. his job. Yeah, those are good episodes to, to start with, too, if you're just new to the show. But – we, you know, it's interesting. We're in our little bubble of Walt Place, W-O-L-T Place, Walt Place <laughs> uh, Accountability Group. We're in our bubble with our community. Going into the Lose Weight, Eat Pizza community, the main host of the group, Jesse, has lost a ton of weight tracking and eating pizza, which is why it's called Lose Weight, Eat Pizza. Yeah. But – Daily, they get questions about how many calories should I eat? You know, I'm thinking about eating less than a thousand calories. They actually have a their rule is you can't talk about eating less than 1200 calories a day, yeah, which is a great rule, by the which way. is a great rule. We tried to get thin quick for 20 plus years, yeah, and it did never, it work? No, oh, no, it did not. Sorry, work. spoiler alert, it's fine. The sustainable, slow weight loss has worked for us. It has made us not resent the process. It has reduced our relapses into overeating. If we do have a, a weekend where we overindulge, for sure, we're back on it on Monday. We Absolutely. don't wait for the next season. We don't wait for the next month. We don't wait for the next year to get back on track. Just start tracking again the next day. It's not this six-month shame spiral that we go through because we've yeah. been white-knuckling it. It's not magical. It's not one weird trick. It's not like some secret diet plan. It's just maintaining the habits of tracking, getting steps, and having the right mindset. Yeah. So um, I think that's all we have to say on this topic. I'm sure we'll talk about it again. But if you're in a position where you're just starting out, Please know that it is possible. The instinct to want to rush it, to, you know, get that lightning bolt, I'm I'm here and I'm going to lose five pounds a week for the next year, that never worked for us. Why not try it different this time? If you have failed time and time again, what is the harm of spending a couple of weeks learning about how many calories you're eating, seeing what small cuts you can make? adjusting your food just a little bit yeah. to see some progress on the scale. And like Donald said, 
in a year from now, where could you be if you lost a couple of pounds a month? It's not sexy. It's not, you know, my 600 pound life, you know, extreme dieting or whatever, but it gets the job done. And we're in this for life. I have no problem tracking for the rest of my life. If it means that I get to keep the body that I'm in right now, it matters. And I know that you have been on this journey and it matters to you. Obviously, if you've listened this long, this matters and you matter and your health matters in the long run, not just for the next week, not for your, you know, St. Patrick's Day party or Arbor Day (laughs) party that you're trying to, you know, get cut for, but we're in it for the long haul. And I know you are too. And I know you can make this work. Yes, indeed. And thank you so much for listening. And thank you again to the uh, Lose Weight Eat Pizza uh, Facebook group. We really appreciate you having us there. Uh, You can check out the whole uh, AMA if you join that group. Um, And you can check out all of our episodes wherever you found this one. We are available just about everywhere you can get a podcast. And you can also listen to all of our episodes if you go to our website at weonlylookthin.com. Yep, and you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at We Only Look Thin. And uh, if you have other questions for us uh, that you don't want to go to Facebook for, you can also reach out to us at uh, weonlylookthin at gmail.com. We have done some episodes based on suggestions from listeners there, and uh, we also will answer your questions uh, perhaps not as quickly as we did with the the AMA on Facebook, but we will eventually get there. Yeah, if if you send a really long email, it might take a while to get back to it. Just an effort. And there's also a chance Catherine will just write back with too long, didn't read. (laughs) TLDR. (laughs) No, 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 no. Just kidding. That won't happen. No, we actually got our email from Rodrigo. So I'll be uh, in South America. So we'll be uh, replying to that. Toot sweet, toot as they say. sweet indeed, as they say in Brazil, as where say Rodrigo Brazil. is from. We're exactly. replying toot sweet. Um, speaking of things that are toot sweet, uh, you can also check out our uh, support group, uh, Walt Place. We only look thin place by going to weonlylookthin.com and clicking on join our support group. Yep. And what is Walt Place, dear? It is an accountability group and support group for women based on Facebook, where we share our challenges, ups and downs, accountability, and habit goals together. It is not a weight loss plan, but it is a support group. If you are the kind of person who wants to share uh, about your goals and your ups and downs, then that is the place to do it. Social media can be a hard place to share your true emotions, yeah, for especially sure. when your 96-year-old grandma is your friend on Facebook, which yeah. mine is. No, Hello, for Graham. Yeah. Um, but the group is a, a just a private place where we can share, and I'm super proud of it. And uh, if you want to check it out, we have two options. There's a monthly uh, membership that comes with a three-day complimentary trial just to try it out. Yeah. And then there's a three-month membership that uh, gives you a seven-day trial to try it out. So uh, what do you have to lose except your weight? So. Exactly. Um, and if you'd like to help us out, uh, one way that it would really be helpful is if you would go to Apple Podcasts and leave us uh, ratings and review, uh, preferably five stars. Uh, the more of those that we have, the more people can find us on uh, search engines when they're looking for podcasts like ours. And also, it helps make us feel good when you say <laughs> nice things about us. It sure does. So if you're walking through the woods and you hear someone cackling and you're not sure whether or not it's Jasmine or a serial killer, just remember that Donald and I are an An inspiration. inspiration.
The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program. Thank you.